The Duct Tape Marketing Podcast is brought to you by GoToWebinar, web events and online meetings made easy. Visit GoToWebinar.com and start your free 30-day trial today. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. This is your host, John Jansen. My guest today is Andrew Mason. He is the founder of Groupon as well as an organization called The Point, uh, a collective action platform from which Groupon was born. So, Andrew, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me, John. It's a pleasure to be on the show. Well, I um, I kind of let the cat out of the bag there about uh, the Groupon was a happy accident. Um, mm. <laughs> maybe you don't call it that, but uh, but there's a little history to the the formation of this little side project, isn't there? Right. I I happen to be a happy accident as well. Um, my parents just told me that like two years ago, so I guess it takes one to know one. <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, yeah, Groupon started out as a website called thepoint.com, as you mentioned, um, which was a site where anyone could start a campaign to organize a group of people to either raise money for something or get a group of people to do something. But you'd only do it once you hit a critical mass of people that you set. So you could all boycott a big, you know, the phone company, but only once you get enough people that the phone company is actually going to care. You could all raise money for a, a, a electoral candidate, but only once you raise enough that he can actually has a sh- shot at winning. Um, and the idea was to take the risk out of these big world, trying to t- solve these big world-changing problems. Um, and one of the ways people were using it was for collective buying. So, for example, uh, you can get a discount on The Economist subscriptions if you can get 80 people to sign up. So people found that and they would create campaigns to do that sort of thing. And, um, so that was sort of an unintended use, though, right? I mean, that wasn't what you well, had brainstormed necessarily, was it? No, we'd always, you know, when we were at first going around and, and pitching the idea, there were three ways we thought it could make money, like advertising, uh, taking a piece of fundraising, or collective buying. Um, and uh, the collective buying thing, always, when, when you, and, and, and I guess it was about um, when Lehman Brothers happened that we started really thinking, how are we going to find a way to make money off of the point? And, uh, and we decided to pursue the collective buying stuff that we'd seen happening on the site. And we didn't want to, like the collective buying isn't a new concept. People have been trying to do it since the late 90s. But it's always been applied towards consumer goods. And these collective buying sites back then would be competing with uh, things like, uh, like, like Amazon or Walmart that already have so much leverage that getting 1,000 people together doesn't really make that much of a difference and doesn't, didn't end up driving down the price very much. Um, so that's, you know, that was part of the motivation to focus on local. The other, and, and, and doing a deal a day, like we kind of, um, the thing that I really liked about the model of Groupon for, as a consumer is I felt like it solved a problem for me as someone who lives in a big city, Chicago. There's an overwhelming number of choices for things that you can do. And, and the way someone like me responds to that is by doing nothing um, or doing the same thing that, I've, that I figured out, you know, when I moved, the first week I moved here, you know, going to the same bar, going out to the movies, ordering takeout food. And so Groupon is a nice kind of passive way to be, ex- it's more of a city guide um, where we're exposing people to one cool thing to do in the city every day. And then the discount is like a trick, you know, we use collective buying to, to, to trick people into doing more than just reading about the thing, but, but 
but seizing the opportunity and going out and doing it. Yeah, let's back up a little bit, um, and and that's an angle that I want to explore a little bit because I think that that's probably not as obvious as the, hey, I get a discount. But it's Mm -hmm. funny. I wonder how many businesses out there over time have been started by somebody just trying to solve their own little problem, you know. Uh, so I, I love that. But but from the what's the basic concept of Groupon? Really, from kind of two points of view: the the person looking for the deal or looking for the you know the the new exciting place to go, and then obviously from the business standpoint that that's you know that that's benefiting from those folks coming in. Sure. So um, I mean, what Groupon is is we feature it's a local shopping site, and we feature one business a day. It could be a restaurant, a spa. Uh, hair salon, cooking classes, theater tickets, sporting events, skydiving, you know, a tattoo, a sensory deprivation tank, LASIK eye surgery, all kinds of stuff. And we typically sell it at 50, 60, 70% off. And the way we do it is there's a minimum number of people that need to sign up. That's the group on, group coupon part of it. Um, and uh, the, the reason we do it that way is achieving those numbers is what motivates the business owner to give a really good price um, because what they want is customers in the door. So the value for the customers is obviously uh, getting 50, 60, 70% off things that they love to do. The value for the business owner is there's, there's not enough, there's no better way to get customers in the door than Groupon. You know, if you look at the entire universe of marketing opportunities out there for uh, for small business owners um, I, I can't honestly I mean I'm not just saying it because <laughs> it's my company but it's uh, I'd be I'd accept the challenge to find something that works a, a better model well and here's what I think a lot of people at first glance don't appreciate enough too those people that are coming in the door have actually got skin in the game already They've actually spent money already to come to your place. And I think that that creates a whole different person, you know, necessarily. In fact, I'm going to, I found this on your website, so I'm going to believe it's true. Um, (laughs) You you have a a line on here that says the average Groupon customer spends 60% more than the value of the Groupon. So they've already got money in the game. They show up in the door. And by the way, they keep spending money. Right, because if you're going into a restaurant and you're, you know you're getting half off, that's a great excuse to get the really nice bottle of wine or exactly. whatever it is and really really turn it into, into an event or an evening for yourself. Yeah, very cool. So uh, tell me, the company's really just, what, 14 months old or so? Uh, growth has been uh, pretty phenomenal, hasn't it? Um, we're not complaining. Uh, yeah, we launched back in November 2008 with about 400 people on our daily email list uh, in here in Chicago. Uh, today, which is, I guess, 15 months later now, we, uh, we have just under 3 million people receiving the daily email. Um, we, uh, what else? Oh, yeah, we have like 175 employees or some crazy amount up from 10 a year ago. Uh, and we've saved consumers across the country in our 30-plus markets about $75 million. And I've found a new dry cleaner. My wife's found a new dentist. So, uh, All right. <laughs> proof that it works. And we've done our job. Yeah, great. <laughs> so uh, what – and maybe you can't list them all. Uh, it's, it is, it's obviously a hyper-local place, so it's city by city. I mean, there are how, many, mm-hmm. how many cities are we in now? Uh, 30. 30, okay. And plans, yeah. I, I assume, to – to be worldwide and, and even start having neighborhood versions in some of the larger cities, I suppose? 
Yeah, totally. Well, I mean, we'll be in at least 80 cities by the end of the year. Um, we've already started breaking out into neighborhoods in, for example, Washington, D.C. and Los Angeles, yeah. where within that region, depending on where you live, you get a different deal every day. Um, and uh, we'll be in both Canada and London in the next few months. Awesome. So big, the, the big question is with a lot of these types of, of services where you see this incredible growth, growth um, sometimes you have to scratch your head and go, how does this company make money? Right. <laughs> so, uh, we so how does Groupon make money? We make money by taking a piece of each Groupon that we sell. On average, it's somewhere between uh, 30 and 50%. Yeah. So. Um, so we collect all the money. That's the way the business works. And then we send the business owner uh, a check minus whatever our fee ends up being. So what's been, um, I think it's pretty obvious probably, but I'll let you say it anyway. What, you know, what's been the, what, what do you attribute your fantastic growth? I mean, what's been your referral engine? Uh, a lot of it is, um, word of mouth. Uh, it's, it's just the nature. I mean, there's a lot of, kind of uh, levers, or I don't know what the right word is. There's a lot of things just stacked towards word of mouth working really well in this business model. One is obviously the whole idea of, of this tipping point or needing to reach a, a minimum. Right? You don't get the deal unless you get enough people to sign on. So there's a natural incentive to share. Yeah, so if um, you but, really but, want the deal, you tell your friends, go buy the deal right. so I can get it, right? <laughs> yeah, but but I think you know the, the biggest part of it is just that our content is is innately social right it's uh it's going out to a restaurant or going to the theater it's stuff that you do with other people so you have to share it um and that's kind of that that's the trick to uh viral growth i think is is having content that is itself social yeah yeah no that's a great way to describe it so uh from a business uh owner small business owner standpoint what are what are the mechanics uh, I, I know you have a whole separate site, GrouponWorks.com, that gives a lot of explanation. But but mm -hmm. if I'm if I'm the dry cleaner or the restaurant or the uh, attorney or dentist and I'm listening, I mean, how do how do I get myself involved? This halftime break is brought to you by Constant Contact. Constant Contact helps small businesses and nonprofits build great customer relationships with email marketing, event marketing, and online surveys. Visit them today at constantcontact.com and sign up for your free 60-day trial. Um, you call Groupon or you, uh, you go to Groupon Works and you let us know you're interested in being featured. Um, we, we look for businesses that have some sort of um, third-party validation, you know, good reviews on peer review sites or in local magazines. As long as we have that, then uh, we can find a way to make most different types of businesses to work. Um, we kind of figure out, now we've worked with thousands of businesses at this point, so we know how to craft a, a deal that's going to achieve the business's customer acquisition goals. And uh, so we work with the, the business owner to figure that out. So, and then so we you're saying it's not just, hey, 10% off, that's what I'm going to do. I mean, you, you actually say, hey, here's, the, here's what we have found to work for dry cleaners or something. And you, you help them kind of craft it in such a way that they're, they will tip and they will get folks. Yeah, exactly. And um, luckily, you know, there were some some business owners early on who helped us, who, you know, helped us cut our teeth and figure out the right way to do these things. So, you know, we, we we're good at not making mistakes like selling too many, you know, was a problem that we had early on where uh, a business would just be 
we would would sell you know five thousand mani pedis, and then uh, appointments would be backed up for six months, and that's not good for us or the business or the customer. So we figured out how to how to look for for those things and really perfect these deals to make sure that the business owner gets what they want. And uh, 98% of the businesses, because we do a survey after we feature businesses, 98% um, want to be featured again. So it well, seems to work pretty well. Well, let me ask you then. That I mean, that seems like that might actually create an issue. If there's one per day per city, how hard is it to actually get your coupon on? Um, it depends what city you're in. Yeah. Uh, it can be... Um, you know, we we do our best to offer a lot of variety. Um, in some of the cities, we there is a you know waiting list sometimes as long as a, a hundred businesses. Um, but uh, we're looking, you know, we're we're constantly looking for new ways to kind of meet that meet that demand and increase the supply while still making sure we we maintain the the magic of what Groupon is right now. So I imagine restaurants and bars and you know some of the kind of consumer retailish type of things work what, what's been have there been some kind of out there you wouldn't think of that working on groupon uh offers that you've seen that that did all right uh, t- uh tickets to a parking garage huh. we sold like two or three thousand of those <laughs> it wasn't even a f- feature it was like a side off on the side of the site one day yeah uh i mean we've been constantly surprised at the things we've made work we've we've sold uh, like zero g plane drops where you go up in an airplane and then it free falls and you float around like you're in zero mm. gravity mm. um we've sold like i said lasik eye surgery mm. that was like a four thousand dollar procedure after the discount we managed to sell that we've sold uh, apartment rentals uh um event space for weddings um like all kinds of all kinds of things there's yeah. and, and and part of what we try to do like we're not as we don't think about trying to please every customer every day and run something that everybody is kind of going to like. Yeah. We try to make it so that once a week we're running at least one deal that everybody is like, oh, this is so amazing. So <laughs> we're, we're, we're totally willing. Like, like, for example, this business just called us that, uh, that does this thing where you can, you can, they have like an x-ray machine. And for 20, they want to do a deal where for 20 bucks, you can go and get your insides x-rayed and then you can take home like pictures of your insides. And it's like, great, let's totally do that just because, just because it's crazy and uh, it would be, it would be fun and kind of funny. Just because we can, right? Yeah, just (laughs) (laughs) because, but that's part of the, I think that's part of the, I hope the, the attitude of of the site and the, and it's also, it's all about giving people exposure to new experiences for us. Well, and, and I think that that is probably a cool sort of cultural underpinning that, that is really part of why people love to talk about it. I mean, there's, there, there is a bit, I don't know if, are you guys all a bunch of 20 year olds or something, but uh, you know, there is, yeah. a, there is a, there is sort of a fun um, attitude even that comes across in, in, in the website, but obviously, and you, know, you go any deeper in, into what you guys are doing. And I think that comes across. Yeah, cool. I'm, I'm glad you noticed that. It's, I mean, it, it's, a, it's, it's amazingly simple for us. We just try to create a site that we really like. Um, I've done I've done a few things like where I sit on a panel with other people in marketing who are like CMOs at big yeah. Fortune Fortune 500 companies, and it's great listening to them talk about how they 
uh, have done all these studies and they understand like the science of who their users or who their customers are and what they're into and what's going to kind of trigger the nerves that are going to make them want to buy stuff. And it's a whole, it's this whole really interesting science. And we're so like barbaric about it. It's it's literally just like we're like, would this? Do we think this is cool? Yes, then let's do it. No, let's not. I mean, it's so just. It's just everything about the site is a reflection of the people that work here. So I, I think, you know, when, 30 years from now, it's going to get super geriatric, I guess. And all, 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 the, all the content that we're running, it's going to be like deals on um, nursing homes and stuff. But, um, and all the, all the humor will be like Golden Girls references. But <laughs> well, the, um, you know, I think that, that you are probably sitting on you know, from some psychologist or anthropologist, you're probably sitting on a goldmine of data, you know, research data. <laughs> um, you know, if you're able to look at everybody, how they buy, what they buy, what motivates them. I mean, you've, you've probably got a cool science project going on there right now, uh, unbeknownst to you. Yeah. So let's say uh, we, we, we've been talking all positive. So let's yes, let's see we'll if there's, let's see if there's any negatives we can uh, fish out here. Let's say I buy this really cool coupon and then I go mm-hmm. to Demon and it's like a terrible experience and I don't get what I thought I bought. I mean, what's what's the recourse both both for the business owner, I suppose, and the and the person that that maybe didn't get what they thought they were gonna. So, in general, we're we we put a lot of effort into vetting out the qualities the quality of the deals um and we work really hard to make sure that we are featuring good things because part of what's made groupon successful is that customers will sign up for things having no idea what they are like yeah. just the fact that it's on groupon is a, is enough uh it's a is, is enough for them yeah, yeah. so when when it's bad like we want to be punished for that in one way or another so that's why we have we have a discussion board up there so if people feel like we screwed up they should be able to publicly humiliate us. It's a really amazingly motivating way to, to stay honest and keep your, keep your service good. On top of that, we have a kind of complete, a really liberal um, return policy where we say, if you ever feel like there's something that Groupon did that, that let you down or we misled you in some way, then we'll just give you a return, even after you use the thing. Um, because we'd rather we'd rather know about it if we're doing that and we'd rather feel the pain of dealing with that return so that we can continue to improve ourselves mm-hmm. instead of letting our customers just go out there and harbor resentment towards us for these bad experiences. Um, so, uh, and, and, and we found, we generally try to uh, have policies towards our customers that assume they're fair and honest and they're good, reasonable people. Um, and, you know, we, we find that people behave the way you treat them, yeah. uh, and and uh, our customers have. We've had that policy since the beginning, and our customers have always been awesome about it. Yeah, we never have people take advantage of us. Well, and I think that that has. I mean, it's a long-term play, right? But it has the uh, the impact of strengthening your community, and and then I I, I suspect, without looking that. Then, if somebody does get out of line that is unreasonable, the community probably rallies a bit around. Hey, no, that's you know that's not what these guys are about. Yeah, yeah, I think people we we try to be cool with people, and and people help us out too. Um, so we we do look at it that way. We look at it as we're we're part of a kind of a, a community with three peers. There's us. There three pillars. There's us. There's our customers, and there's our merchants, and everybody's treating each other well. 
and it seems to really have a nice balance right now for everybody, and we're going to work to preserve that as we continue to grow. So uh, last question, um, the what are the what are the next cities coming online that, that people who are listening need to be getting their coop, their, their their offers ready for? Oh God, uh, what is next? Let me see. Uh, we've got, um, like I said, Vancouver and Toronto are coming. Cool. We've got a Virginia Beach, uh, Raleigh, um, Omaha. I believe is right around the corner, and Kansas City. Uh, Fort Worth, Texas, Fresno. Kansas City's been on for a while. That's where I am. Oh, it is. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, it's been on. You need. You're behind. I am. <laughs> I just. They. They just. You know, tell me to, yeah. to take these phone calls, and yeah. I'm actually not even. I don't even work for the company. I understand. <laughs> Andrew, thanks so much for joining me. I think you had an awesome concept. I look forward to uh, to seeing when some. Fortune 500 company comes along and decides they want to buy you, uh, but uh, you know, to, but don't sell out. All right, you know, keep 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 true to us. Well, how about the, tell me if we do? You can call <laughs> me up and tell me that we did, and uh, and uh, at least I'll hate myself. All right, sounds good. I appreciate you taking time. Hopefully, we can catch up again sometime. Okay, thanks, John. I appreciate it. This episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast was brought to you by GoToWebinar where you can increase your reach and have unlimited webinars for one low rate. Visit gotowebinar.com and start your free 30-day trial today.